0: Aloha! Welcome to the Hale Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, conveys God's desire for a relationship through salvation. Galatians 4, 4 4-5. But when the time was right, God sent his son, and a woman gave birth to him. His son obeyed the law so that he could set us free from the law and we could become God's children. As children, it is important for us to deepen our relationship with our Father. How are you guys doing? Everybody good? Hanging in there? Yeah. Sometimes it would be easy to question what's going on, right? God, what's going on? What are you doing? And I, I want to talk about that. Because a lot of times we, we can feel like there is something missing. If God is, would be with me or everything would be better, right? Right? all the blessings and, you know, everything would be a blessing. And I think that there is something that I'm looking to understand in a deeper way. What is God's plan? Because our faith has to be based on God's will. Our prayers have to be based on God's will, and when we know what his will is, then we can pray accordingly. But if I have a a false belief, or a partial belief, I'm always going like, oh my God, this should not be happening. When we, we talk about salvation, I think that we tend to have a limited understanding of what salvation is. So I believe I'm saved. Jesus is my savior. You know, so that's it. Right? And not always. Because there is one step of salvation that's being born again that's forgiveness of sin that you're brought in a, in a relationship with the Lord, with the Father. But that's just the beginning. When a baby is born, it doesn't mean that it's walking in all of its potentials. One of the, the understandings that we have to have a, about salvation is salvation is not something just like that you go through one process once. (laughs) And I'm going to read this out of Hebrews 9, 28. And it says, so Christ also, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time for salvation. Without reference to sin, to those who eagerly await him. So, it's very clear here that there is a salvation that's about to come. But you go like, but isn't salvation just forgiveness of sin? Well, the first time that he came, he came to deal with sin. Because with sin, we cannot be in a relationship with the Father. So, the salvation is opening a door for us to relate to the Father. But it doesn't mean necessarily necessarily that I am relating to the Father in the fullness of what I, I can walk with the Father. So, a lot of the things that we go through in our process after being saved, is growing up and maturing and learning how to relate to the Father. And I want to bless this because, to me, we have to understand that salvation is more than forgiveness and receiving a few blessings. So I read to you Hebrews 9, 28, and I I want this because this became clear recently to me he will appear a second time for salvation without reference to sin. To those who eagerly await him. It's interesting how much we lose with the translations. Because the words for salvation, for instance, in the Hebrew and in the Greek, in the New Testament, they have so many more meanings and explanations than just the, the salvation. You know, and one of the things that it's really important for me is it's almost like you're being rescued. You're bring, being brought back. Almost like captivity of Israel. When they went to Babylon, and then they, they came back. A lot of times the prophecies about them returning to Israel the terms are used are salvation. I will bring salvation. It was not like a spiritual sense. It's like you're being brought back to where you belong. You're being restored to your inheritance. So when we understand what God is looking for, he's looking to bring us back, mankind back, to where we belong. And God is perfect, but then his creation got corrupted. We understand that. And then because of the disobedience, we were expelled from the presence of God. So all this time, the process is, I'm going to send my son to deal with sin, and then I'm going to have to send him again to bring them back to me. So after you're, you deal with sin, you're born again by the Spirit, and then you start this process of getting to know the Father. Why is this important? Because... I think that Christ, which again in the translation we miss it, because there is no word for Christ in the Old Testament, but the word Christ comes from the Greek, that means the anointed one, the Messiah, right, do you know that? So when we say Jesus Christ we say Jesus the anointed one Jesus the Messiah the chosen one he was anointed for one purpose all of this process was waiting for Christ to come to pay the price to redeem us to bring us back right when you you pay the price you get a ticket and you go to the store and you oh i I paid it already. I went online. I bought it. I came here to take what is mine. So the price had to be paid to be redeemed, brought back to where we belong. But in the process, Christ Jesus, Yehoshua, Hamashiach, he had to become the pattern that we have to follow. Christ was not born ready for his ministry with 30 years old, being 30 years old. He had to be born as a baby. And he had to be born in a miracle way by Mary being a virgin, (laughs) right? And what does that mean for us? That means that we cannot do this by ourselves. It has to be by the infusion of the Holy Spirit that we are born. And then he was baptized and the Spirit came over him. Then he was in the Mount of Transfiguration. He received another infusion of the Holy Spirit. And he kept growing. And a lot of times we don't like the process, but Christ had to go through this process. And he opened the door for us to go through the same process. A lot of times we go through things in our lives and we go like, I hate this. Why am I suffering? Why that person is suffering? Why it looks like everything is going wrong? But look at the life of Christ. He was the Messiah in the belly of this little young girl and Pharaoh was set to destroy him. His life was not necessarily easy but because he had to be born as a baby and he had to grow and he had to learn and he had to develop his relationship with the father. So what is important here is Salvation is more than just forgiveness of sins. But we continue sinning and we continue being humans and we continue having problems. Why? Because we are still in this process of learning how to walk and be led by the Spirit. John 3, 5 to 7. Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. He cannot go back to the Garden of Eden, where he was made in the image of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, that which is born of the Spirit is the Spirit. Do not be amazed that I said to you, you must be born again. So, when you are saved and when you accept the Messiah, Christ, you are born again. But that's not the end of it. I was talking the other day about, Father, what's your name? How are you revealing to me today? Because, again, the translation, you know, a lot of different words in the Hebrew are translated as God or Lord, but there are many different names behind those two words, and he was revealing himself in each occasion with a different name, with a different personality, with a different mission, and how he was going to deal with us. And I think that if I just relate to one God in my mind, I'm missing how he's trying to appear to me today and in the depth of what he wants to do with me today. When we are saved, we are born again, right? We tend to think about forgiveness of sins and eternal life. But the fact that Christ was born of a virgin, Represents a miracle that you and me, we also, when we receive the Holy Spirit and we are saved, something starts to grow in us, a new nature. And a spirit starts to mature and being prepared to relate to the Father in a whole new way. The Greek word for salvation has many different meanings. Deliver, save, bring safely through, make well, to heal, to get well, to be cured, to recover, to rescue, to preserve, and to restore. God has a plan, and He's working on his plan. And I don't know how it will unfold throughout eternity after we, we leave this temple, right? But I think that there is something that we have to attain here in our personal relationship with the Father, that it is this process of really getting to know and speaking to Him. Like Christ gave us the example. He said, My Father works until now, and I work I help him, I'm working with him. In Hebrew, the same word for salvation also has different meanings. Deliverance, like safety, rescue, to be in a state of freedom from danger. In salvation, deliverance in a religious sense. Like victory, the act of conquering another entity. Another dictionary was saying it's like a a national, nation salvation. So it goes back to Passover when they left Egypt and God was judging the gods that were oppressing the people. Why? Because I'm going to take you to myself. Genesis 1.26, then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. When disobedience came, we, instead of being over, we were put under. <laughs> Right, Romans 8 talks about futility. And whole creation is under futility, groaning for the manifestation of the sons of God. So what does that mean? Everything is waiting for us that have been saved and have been born again to be adopted as sons. That means in a relationship that Christ opened the door for us to learn and to follow his example. So, I think that that's where we hit the impasse. Because God has this big plan that he's waiting to have mankind, his sons, over creation like he originally intended, but we are here saying, okay, I'm waiting, I've been saved I have forgiveness of sin, I believe that but then he's going, no, 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 wait I want you to come relate to me even if I I have to use other Spirits or circumstances or other things that a lot of times are just the consequences of what we have done before. I'm going to allow that to make that come to me. When we speak about salvation, we are speaking about God restoring His creation. He wants to restore the relationship with you. Okay, I'm going to read Genesis 1.31. God saw all that he had made and behold, it was very good. We can look at creation right now, it's not very good. We can look at our lives right now, it's not very good. But he's saying, I want to save you. I want to restore you. I want to rescue you. I want to bring you back to a, a relationship with me. Genesis 3.22 Then the Lord said, Behold, the man has become like a, one of us, knowing good and evil. And now he might stretch out his hand and take also from the tree of life, and eat and live forever. When Adam and Eve ate the fruits, they became even more like God, knowing good and evil. And then the next step would be for them to eat the fruit of life and have eternal life. Therefore the Lord God sent him out from the Garden of Eden, to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. So he drove the man out at the east of the garden and protected the garden. So what was lost was the relationship with God the Father. So he had to take us out and wait for his plan of salvation or redemption where we would be born again have a a spirit another infusion like Mary had from the Holy Spirit so that Christ could be created in her and the same thing with us now we are saved we have this spirit now we have to grow like Christ had to grow Galatians 4 4 and 5. But when the fullness of the time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, so that he might redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. This blessing you. I bless this for us because A lot of times I think that our struggles come from not going deeper in what it really means to have this walk with God, what it it means to be saved, what it means to be born again, what it means to have a walk with God, what it means to pray, to wait on the Lord. He does not want us to do it by ourselves. Every time we try to do this by ourselves, He makes sure that we fail. Because He wants to do this in the relationship. You know, every time I'm going to wait on the Lord, I'm going to read the Word, I'm going to meditate, you know, you do it, you discipline yourself, and then you run out of gas because you're, I'm building my own Tower of Babel. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to get to God. And God says, no, 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 that's not how you're going to get to me. You're going to have to get to me by every day getting to know me and coming before me. Romans 5, 15. The free gift is not like the transgression. For if by the transgression of the one, Adam, the many died, much more did the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abound to the many. The gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned. For on the one hand, The judgment arose from one transgression resulting in condemnation. But on the other hand, the free gift arose from many transgressions resulting in justification. For if by the transgression of the one death reigned through the one, much more those who receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. So then, as through one transgression, there resulted condemnation to all men, even so, one act of righteousness, there resulted justification of life to all men. Whereas through the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, even so through the obedience of the one the many will be made righteous. I'm going to I'm going to read one more verse and then John 10:10 10, 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. This life, abundant life, is the restoration of our relationship with the Father. I'm reading this book called The Abba Foundation, and it says here, furthermore, he says that he came so we can have life more abundantly. This is a Greek word, per- terisos, which means exceedingly, abundantly, supremely, something further, more, much more than all, superior, extraordinary, surpassing, uncommon. This is not a guarantee of a trouble-free life, nor of material prosperity. It is rather a promise that even in adverse circumstances, we can share in the life of God, let his life flow from us, and live with an acute sense of purpose, significance, and worth. Eternal life is fullness of life an inclusion in the life of the Trinity. It boils down to fellowship in the fullest sense of the word. God created us for fellowship with himself, so he's not content to see the brokenness that keeps us away from him. We always talk about the kingdom as a relationship. And we also know that it always starts with our relationship with the Father. But it's amazing how easily we get busy with things that we do. You know, with our relationships and with our disciplines. You know, I'm going to be spiritual, I'm going to be dedicated, and I'm going to be all of this. You know, or I'm going to do, I'm going to move in judgment and prophetic utterances. And and none of that can come first. I was really thinking about that. You know, like, religion is our attempt to get to God. And that's why religion will never work, because it's like, you know, let's build another Tower of Babel. And he's like, no, no, it's not going to work. Do you know why? Because I'm not into all of this. I, I use all of this when you come in a relationship with me. When you want to know me and receive from me. So we bless this. Lord, we, wanna, we, we pray, Lord, restore the joy of your salvation. And I think I have to go before that and say, Lord, give me a fresh revelation of what your salvation means. You know, there is more than salvation in the Christian way of thinking. There is more than just being saved and accepting the Lord as Jesus Christ as our Savior. He said, I am the truth, the way, and the life. You know, I am the door. You get to the Father only through me. The salvation has the goal and objective of us entering this relationship with the Father that has, we have lost. Amen. Yes. We bless this. Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.